Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee, kick back, relax, and we'll be right back with you. We've had a great week here in PNG. Just going to talk about a few things that have happened. Going to take you for a walk through the property real quick of some things that we've had go on over the past several days. It all started a couple of weeks ago when when Paul got the got the roundup and went back and sprayed the back field. We're out there walking around, birds getting stuck in our clothes and just way too high to do anything. Sprayed it down with some roundup thinking we'd just go back there and start a fire and burn off all of the weeds and get everything going really well. Well, we got back there with our with our lighters and our matches and all the dry weeds that we had, and we just started burning as much as we could. And we get a flame going for five or ten minutes, and boom, it was gone. Never did really go anywhere, just a little flicker here and a flicker there. A little bit of smoke, but really no fire. So we ended up on Saturday, uh, we, we had a work day here at the property, but it started on Friday night. We're, we're sitting in the living room, we hear people start to come in, there's probably five to start, and then you hear them, they're, uh, they're out there playing some volleyball in the front yard, just having a good time, and before you know it, there's some more trickling in, and a few more, and a few more, and before you know it, we've got like 35 people here for a work day. It doesn't get much better than that, you know, it's all youth... It was amazing. If you follow me on social media, you'll see that I, I took a photo when they was out there playing volleyball because all of these youth was out here and and they're playing volleyball and there's this beautiful rainbow in the distance. Well, I didn't have my, my camera to get a good picture, you know, right then. Left my phone in the house, didn't have a camera, didn't have a phone, didn't have anything to take a good picture with. So I come back into the house go back out to take a picture and half of the rainbow had disappeared but it was still quite a bit over the youth and it was just a beautiful beautiful rainbow it was probably the clearest rainbow that I've ever seen that was it was just right over them there as they was playing and and you know I just got to got to looking at it and I just started to just rejoice you know because the promise of our future sets up on these young people the, the promise of our future and, and this gospel carrying on to the next generation starts with the, with the current generation. So, you know, that promise being covered by the promise of God, he said he was going to set his bow in the clouds, and, and that promise was hovering over these young people. And I just, I just began to just pray for them and pray that God would bless them for coming and for their faithfulness and their obedience and all of the hard work that they had put in. You know, it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful day. It was about 80, 85 degrees that day. We, we had a little bit of rain off in the distance, but it really kind of stayed off of us until later that night when everybody was in bed. Uh, it, it was just great. And, you know, the, the, the air temperature was good. The air quality was good. It, it was just a beautiful, beautiful day. And all of these kids, they was out here. Uh, I say kids, you know, all of these youth. I better be careful calling them kids. We all know where that may end up. But all, all of this youth, these youth, they were out here and they were just, just working and having a good time uh, that evening. 
Uh, we was able to to cook him a dinner, uh, you know, just just for him coming. Just wanted to bless him a little bit. Got some got some food, and everybody cooked and fellowshiped and had a good time. And got got some some scones for him, and they was able to just kind of relax and have a good time together. Get some good fellowship in. And the beautiful thing about it is. You know, they were all from different churches. They were all from different places, all from different regions and different districts and, and, and different different provinces, but they all fellowship together, you know, and, and that's just a beautiful thing, you know, because the Bible, when it talks about fellowship, it talks about, you know, sitting down, breaking bread and having a good time, you know, getting to know one another, and that's exactly what they done. Uh, they, they got to bed pretty early. Uh, early for youth anyway i heard them out there they were still playing guitars and singing at 11 12 o'clock but but shortly after that they all they all had gone to bed and uh they they woke up at six o'clock on saturday morning and at 6 a.m they all got their shovels out me and paul we went to town and got a few shovels on thursday of last week uh we ended up having 10 shovels here they all went out and they began to dig, and they they got all of those weeds out. They they weeded the entire place where the where the Bible College is going to be. It looks amazing, um, and you know it it's just a beautiful thing when everybody gets together. You know, I, I done a live feed, and and I was able to talk to a few of them and let them let them get on and and talk to some people back in the states. And we we had a, a gentleman he he jumped on the live stream from from uh Pakistan and he was he was chatting with us it was pretty cool and uh you know it, it was just it was just awesome to see him back there and and just just doing their thing you know uh the bible says you know train up a child in the way that they should go and when they're old they will not depart from it so you know we're training them up to to do to do God's work to to be accessible for the ministry and to to be able to to work and be able to to have a part in things even even though you know people's like well you know we got some youth coming or whatever but the youth are there's some hard workers so after all of that was done they all hung out for another several hours and they played some more volleyball and we was able to provide them with well that that morning we provided them with with some breakfast that afternoon we provided them with some lunch uh, it, it was great. Uh, on Saturday morning, while they was all back there working, we haven't been to a yard sale, and I couldn't tell you how long. You know, if if you don't like yard sales, just just bear with me. I, I used to not like them a whole lot either, but there there's just something about it. Like it, it kind of takes you back home, right? You, you don't get a whole lot of yard sales in PNG. I'll just say that. But we have a, a missionary family. They they live close to us. And they're in town, and they're getting ready to go on their deputation in a couple of months. And whenever they come back, they're actually going to be moving to a different place. So they had a huge yard sale. And me and Sister Marshall was able to go grab some breakfast that morning and, and take some time out of our day and just kind of hang out with with some some folks out there at the, at the other missionaries' property. And we was able to, to run into quite a few of the people that, you know, the, some of our friends over here that we was able to get some fellowship in. Uh, Sister Marshall's been looking for some, some bar stools for our, for our counter in the, in the kitchen. And, man, they're outrageous here. We went and looked at some, and, and they, they wasn't even, like, very nice. You know, I mean, they were, like, they, they were pretty, pretty rough. And they had been there for a long time. There was there was knocks in the legs where where people had banged up against them. There's big chips out of them, 
you know the 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 leather on the top wasn't very good they was all dusty and nasty and moldy and they was just gross and this was at a store and uh we we went over and looked at them and it was like it was like 1200 kina a piece i mean that's like 400 bucks for a for a bar stool that's been beat to death and uh we we just we just couldn't justify getting any we've been looking for well over a year now for some bar stools for her and we just wasn't able to find any well we go out to this yard sale and you already know where i'm headed with this and they they had they had three bar stools out there that we was able to get and they was nicer than the ones at the store and we was able to get all three of them for a fraction of the price that one of them was going to be at another store we was able to get all three of them for like it was probably it was probably like forty U.S. dollars. We was able to get these these bar stools for so that was a huge blessing in itself. Uh, we was also able to to restock our library. We was able to find we found all kinds of books. It was great. Uh, I actually had just given away our our last two Bibles that we had to to pass out. I like to keep a Bible with me when we're out and about. You know, you never know if somebody needs one or somebody may ask you for one. They're, they're not too shy to ask. They may be like, hey, man, you got a Bible on you? So it's always good to have just like, you know, a gift and award Bible or a New Testament or something like that to pass out. And me and Sister Marshall, we went to the store the other day, and there there was a security guard there. He asked us if we had one, and then there was another guy there with him. He asked us if we had one, so we gave both of those away. And I was like, man, we we gotta we gotta stock up on our on our pass out Bibles, you know. And uh, we we went out there to that yard sale, and they they had probably five or six paperbacks that we was able to restock there, and we'll be able to pass those out here, you know. Whenever people need one, we'll have them to pass out. Um, we was also able to get we probably got uh, I'm gonna say at least twenty five or thirty books. And, you know, we, we was able to get quite a few to, to restock there. And then, you know, we, we was booking some flights. And, you know, the, like I said, good, bad, and ugly, right? These are all great things that have happened. We, we was booking some flights. We've been invited to a conference, and we're, we're getting everything ready for that. And I went to book our flights, and I, I noticed on Ezekiel's passport that it expires um his, his not his passport but his visa it expires on june the 15th of this year and everybody else's doesn't expire until september which is nuts because you know we were just assuming that his was the same as everybody else um th this this trip is actually a it ended up being a blessing so that we could find this you know, there, there's a lot of things. People's like, well, what's your biggest obstacle in the mission field? Well, to be honest, sometimes it's immigration. It's crazy trying to get, uh, I'm sure Brother Kuykendall will amen that one. But but sometimes it's just crazy trying to get all of these hoops that they want you to jump through for immigration to try to get visas processed and try to get things rolling and try to get your work permits going and get everything tied down there. You know, when when you go into the mission field, you, you know that you have to adapt to cultures, you have to adapt to different different places, different areas, but what you don't realize is all of the paperwork. I mean, we're we're talking every three years we've gotta submit um we we've gotta submit things like uh new applications, which the application's about four pages. On top of that, we have to get a letter from from our world missions director to say, hey, you know, they're yes, we are missionaries with the ALJC. Yes, they they are there, you know, 
representing us and all of these things and then we got to give them the details of of our work here and how many how many churches we're over we we're incorporated so we have incorporation papers we have work permits we're volunteers so we got to submit everything for our volunteer work permit and, and then on top of that you've got everybody under the umbrella of my work permit then we have visas for each person so we it, it, it can get away from you kind of quick well looking at this and and Benji, the guy that we went to the yard sale for, I was talking to him because he had just he just had two sons. He's got a set of twins, and they had just turned eighteen a couple of months ago. And they're whenever they go back on grad on deputation, they're actually going to graduate while they're in America. And I asked him how he handled it, and it just so happens that whenever you submit this this paperwork to the to the government. They kind of pick and choose, and some people it expires the day before their 18th birthday. Other people, it it's just a lump sum deal where you just throw all of them in into the into the family there, and everybody's expires at the same time. And that's what happened to him, so he didn't have to worry about it. So today, actually, I went down to our immigration office here in Mount Hogan, and I was like, man, I need help. And there, there's a great man down there. His name is Wandy. He, 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 he's great. He helps us out down at the immigration office. And he was able to get everything uh, printed out for me. And it looks like we're going to be able to get Ezekiel an extension on his visa to where it will not expire until we get back to the States in September. And whenever it does, then we'll have to apply for not only me a work permit and visas and everything because we everybody knows that Ezekiel just loves Papua New Guinea. If you've ever talked to him, he'll you know just ask him. He'll tell you it's that kind of thing. So whenever we come back, not only are we going to have to do my paperwork for my work permits and my visa and Sister Marshall's visa and Adriana's visa, we're also going to have to do one for Ezekiel to get his own work permit and his own visa since he's going to be eighteen now. So. Anybody that uh, is customs or immigration savvy, hey, hit me up, send me an email, send me a text, something, uh, because this is going to be a process and we're going to have to get all of this paperwork done. And uh, as soon as we get back, basically, um, Ezekiel, we're going to go ahead and get his his passport uh, renewed as soon as we get back because him and Adriana got their passports in 2018, I believe it was, or 2000, I don't know. But they was only good for five, it would have been 2019 because they're only good for five years. They both expire in 2024, but now Ezekiel's over 16, so whenever we get his passport, it's good for 10 years. So we're going to go and do that as soon as we get back. That way we can get all of the visa stuff going on his new passport. Uh, and then whenever Adriana turns 16 and... December, we're going to go ahead and get her a new passport. That way, you know, everything's good for 10 years. We don't have to do that five-year stuff anymore. But that's that's a pretty uh, pretty crazy week that we had. You know, it went, it, it's, been, it's been kind of one of them roller coaster weeks. Like, oh, this is great. Oh, here we go. We're going down again. Um, guys, please remember me in prayer. Remember my family in prayer. I, I got a, a, a message from my daughter-in-law, Brianna. And she informed me that my grandpa uh, was put in the hospital. He has shingles, and it's gotten into his eyes, and it has taken his eyesight. They're they're trying their best to get it worked out and get his eyesight back. But 
you know, last last week or the week before, we was talking about the hand, foot, and mouth that the kids got, and they're they're finally getting better. Ezekiel comes off of quarantine uh, tomorrow, and then Adriana, you know, she she's on it until Friday. But hey, hallelujah, anyhow, you know, we're we're going through some some great stuff, but every trial has has a great victory at the end, right? You you can see that end in sight, and that's what it's all about. It's about making heaven and about about taking as many souls as you can when you go. So we're just trying to stay focused, stay happy, and and just just push through. But please please remember that in prayer. Keep an eye on the PNG Pentecostals Facebook page. I'll also be sharing some stuff to my pages as well. Uh, we're going to be dropping the names of our three main speakers for our 2022 conference. But I cannot do that until after we have our national board meeting so I can announce it to them. And then those will be going going live on social media. But they are going to be some some great men of God that, that's going to be coming. We're excited and we can't wait until they get here. Uh, we also have a, a young man from our church. I actually just got his visa information today. And he's going to be coming over the 1st of July. And he'll be staying until the end of August. So we're going to have him for, for 60 days. He's going to be here for the entirety of the visitor's visa, which is a 60-day visitor's visa. Um, and, you know, whenever I whenever I talked to him, I was like, hey, man, come on over. You can do 60 days in here in Papua New Guinea. And we just kind of got a, got a little chuckle out of that. But, uh, you know, it, the, the borders opening back up has been great. Um you know, they, they are requiring anyone that comes over to be fully vaccinated. And I don't know where you stand on that. I know where I stand, but, you know, it, it, souls are in the balance. So, um, you know, we, uh, we're we all having to get vaccinated so that we can fly here. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to some, some trips that we have coming up. Haven't released that information to anybody other than, than close family yet, but I'll be dropping that on the next couple of podcasts, letting you know where we're going, what we're doing, and how exciting it is. Uh, remember to pray for our missionaries here in the South Pacific. You know, uh, with all the stuff going on around the world, you know, we are impacted by some of those things. We've, we've been getting reports of some certain things that that have been possibly happening here. There, Nothing's been, you know exactly it hasn't been verified yet but you know there, there's some stuff that we've been hearing but just just keep praying that god keeps his hand upon us that this revival keeps going this momentum keeps going you know we're we're in a great place here in papua new guinea i know that the solomon islands and fiji's both doing doing great you know george co he put on a picture the other day of a church they've been putting up in santa cruz uh he's actually in in Anria right now, and he's doing great stuff there. Home, some home Bible studies, some baptisms, people getting filled with the Holy Ghost, some awesome stuff. We got Brother Satoki down in Fiji. He's killing it. He's doing a great job. Uh, he, you know, he he's got some stuff going on down there. And just keep them in your prayers. You know, all all of them down here. We we've also got Brother Namie. He he's north of us up in the Philippines. Uh, just keep praying for him. You know that that God keeps opening doors. But I just want to thank you for tuning in this week. And I just want to thank you for listening to all the all the ups and downs that's been happening here lately. It's been pretty crazy. But you know what? God has a plan and God has a vision. 
we was at church on Sunday. We was able to go to Red Corner Church. And, you know, those of you that's been on some of our deputation services, I talked quite a bit about Red Corner, uh, quite a bit about Maggie. And we was able to go to Red Corner Church on Sunday. And, man, it was just a wonderful service, you know, that it, it was great. Uh, preached on faith, you know, Hebrews 11, you know, we just we just broke it down. And we, we just had a faith-building service. It was so, so great. And there was about four or five people that got up after service, and they testified on, on things that they know that God's going to do because they, they have the faith that God's going to move. We had one man. He's actually the assistant pastor, and this is a wonderful, wonderful testimony. Uh, he, he only knows talk pigeon. He can only read and talk pigeon, but... But he stood up and he he declared that that by faith that, that God's going to open his eyes and, and and move on his tongue so that he can speak English and he can read English, and, and we're just holding on to that promise, you know, and, and we understand that we've got to put our best foot forward. We got to we got to put our time in too. But having that faith and, and knowing that God can do it, 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 it that's where it starts. So it's just going to be a matter of time. And, and I told him, I was like, brother, I believe it with you. I believe that God's just going to move. So y'all be praying for, for all of our pastors here in PNG. Uh, we've got another trip to Lay coming up over the next couple of weeks. Be praying for us for some traveling mercies there. We're excited to get back down there. We got a couple that we're going to be marrying. And we're going to be preaching down there at Three Mile Church for Pastor Philip again. We're excited about that. Uh, we got ordination coming up the end of this month. That's going to be wonderful. One of our senior pastors here in Mount Hogan. Uh, he's been licensed with us since about 2008, I believe it is. And he's he's going to be ordained uh, the end of this month. So just some great stuff happening. Be Just be praying that God keeps opening those doors and that he keeps on pushing this thing forward. We're just willing vessels that are here, just doing what God's called us to do. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all your continued prayers and support. Keep them coming. We love you. We appreciate you. And we're going to talk to you soon.